You're listening to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Old School on a Friday again. Happy Friday. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us uh, and, and going through it. Um, to get out, to get into the weekend, Sometimes you have to talk about this is Monday is the first day of, of Super Bowl media insanity. Is this thing overblown? Is media Monday overblown? Is it necessary for coaches or players? Is there any benefit to doing the zoo and chaos that is media Mondays? Not anymore. Just because they do it so in such a big magnitude now. Um, and then players are always kind of putting themselves out there there's nothing to hide you know the 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 most not the most the one of the unique things or most interesting thing to to me leading up to the super bowl is who's gonna get in trouble for doing something (laughs) (laughs) no seriously because you know like it's always some rookie to think i ain't gonna get caught and you're gonna be the one to get caught and will it affect your play to win the biggest game of of your life i mean the super bowl i mean national championship is I don't think it's – I think it's the biggest, but, I mean, you're out there playing. I mean, there is no other league besides the NFL. Like, you win a national championship, you're like, all right, let's go try to win. You know, then you're like, okay, it would be great if I could win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're there, you're on the cusp of greatness. Who's going to say something stupid? You know what I'm saying? Who's going to get out there and be like, I'm going to do this, and the next thing you know, they out there tapping out, get a hamstring injury or something like that. <laughs> You know, these brothers don't know how to hydrate, Kenny. Hopefully those days are behind us. That is true. Most, uh, yeah, most of them keep it tight. but You, you would hope so. You, you would think that the leaders of those two teams won't, would not and they And they both have two strong leaders, leaders starting at the quarterback position. Yes. So right then and there, you're light years ahead of them a lot yes. of teams. Um, well, I mean, but let's be fair. Like, this is an Andy Reid-led team. And, and they have his, two. Like, yeah. his son literally was the guy. Who set them off? Like he. Yeah. Well, yeah, well that was. Yeah. Well, the, the last. Well, they were going for back to back, and the son, you know, hit the had the unfortunate, unfortunate accident. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm sure that he's he's on red alert with that. Right. And then we say that, and then there was an incident with the Eagles lineman, right? Just, yeah. Just Monday. Just Monday. Monday. So just, two it, weeks it, before. You know what's crazy? You just. It was just. It, but, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't out there that much. No. Yeah. They they move swiftly, swiftly on that yeah. one. But hopefully, come Monday, everybody's focused and ready. Yeah. How, how different is that than say the Grey Cup, Super Bowl versus Grey Cup? I mean, you can't compare it because NFL is one of the top leagues right. in the in in. But I tell you what, I, when like we just talked about when we were getting ready for Baltimore in the Southern Conference Championship game, our quarterback was David Archer, mm-hmm. and he made it a point to say, "Hey guys, this week we don't need any shenanigans." We can celebrate after the win right. if we win. We don't need to celebrate throughout this week. So a lot of guys stayed in. We yeah. were focused. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah, it's just it's it's up to the person, the individual, but also the leader. Does it have to be a quarterback? No, doesn't necessarily have to be a quarterback because we had leaders on our defensive side of the ball also, veteran guys that was like, hey, if we want to hang out, we're going to hang out at the, at the apartment complex or we're going to go together and make sure everybody gets home. To, right. So Who was on that team with you? In Sacramento, it was actually yeah. in Sacramento. They talked yeah. about it early on there about uh, right. expansion teams, right? Yeah, like CFL and AFL. Mm-hmm. And, but Sacramento, we were actually in San Antonio for this one. We were in yeah. San Antonio because we moved from Sacramento to San Antonio. 
So there was a lot of party places in San Antonio. Right, yeah. I could, mean, could, could, Sacramento, yeah. Sacramento. Uh, yeah, Sacramento, yeah. when you wanted to party, you had to go 20 miles. Right, yeah. From where we were. San Antonio is right San Antonio there. is right well, them, there. So. Them cows don't party, man. No. no. <laughs> so we all made it a point to, to, to stay in throughout the week, and if we won, we'd celebrate afterwards. Yeah, I think we were Jay and I were talking about it. Could Lincoln slash and or Omaha be an arena one – Football city. I think Omaha could. I think. Yeah, I think they both could. I think that I would say I think Omaha has a bigger airport. Yeah. More corporate, more corporate, spark, corporate sponsors. sponsors. But I think Lincoln could hold their own. Now it's just a matter of where they would play. Would they play? PBA is too big. Pershing's probably too old, right? When you say PBA, you meaning arena? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't I think, think it's too big. I don't think it's too big. 19,000 in there? Was it yeah, cool? but, well, I mean, but you the, shrink it. You shrink it because of the field. Because of the field. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, PBA would actually be cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's kind of set up for it. It's set up for yeah. it, but I think Omaha. Omaha would, would probably more attract Well, because you could attract you know, you had the Iowa's. Iowa's and, yeah. and the Dakotas. Is, is there enough talent? We're saying in Utah, we had Utah, BYU, Utah State, Weber State to choose from. Mm-hmm. Is there enough talent in the state of Nebraska to provide enough local talent that people would support? So you have Nebraska, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. You have South the, the Dakotas, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, South Dakota, North Dakota. You know, North Dakota, North Dakota State. State. I would imagine North that if they, Iowa, league, Iowa, if they do Iowa an arena League, if they do an arena league, the Dakotas and or Wyoming will get a team. Vegas might get a team. Well, Iowa had one. Yeah, the right? yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So you right. have the talent. You, you already have kind of the blueprint, blueprint. and then you could you, you're going to be able to still pull some guys from like you and Carney. You'll you'll get some guys. You'll get in some there. guys, especially arena. Yes. where you it's it's skill position. So if you if you you might be five nine and can really make people miss the arena set up perfect for you. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Versus now you ain't worried about the height on it. Now you just got to have speed and be able to. And it's an exciting game, man. I mean. You know, we were talking about earlier, there was a time where Arena was catching up it was. in theory to the NFL. And uh, you'd be, I just, I don't understand why the NFL has never partnered with the league to have a farm system. You know, I know it's money and they say it's the insurance and all that, but still, I think, you know, the, the, the European, you know, when you had the European part of the NFL, NFL Europe, it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, Kurt Warner played over there. Mm-hmm. London Fletcher played over there. Lawrence Phillips played over there. There's tons of guys that had NFL long NFL careers that played, you know, got got their stuff together or whatever it is over there, and you could always kind of like, oh, he was injured for a year, you know, St. Louis, you know, send him over there. Green Mm -hmm. Bay said, oh, well, you know, you got to put him on the shelf a year. Talk about worrying about a guy rehabbing. Send him over there, get a few games. What, What about? I mean, so we're a month away from the XFL, and then two more months away from the USFL. For Nebraska players and for Nebraska fans, how excited should they be? Is this a place where we expect to see Huskers in full? I know there's a couple that are currently in XFL camps. I know Damian Daniels is in a camp. Um, there's some folks around. Chris Jones played corner for Nebraska uh, mm-hmm. four or five years ago. Yeah, um, He was with a couple NFL teams. Now he's with a team. And then one yeah. of, a former Husker is, a coaching, is coaching up there. Marvin Sanders plays safety. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. reached out to me about Chris Jones, so you know there's some. I know Damian's there. in St. Louis. Yep, um, and there's some different players around. Does that change things for folks? Because we had some folks that left early. That folks said, "Okay, you weren't quite ready for the NFL in full." Is this another opportunity, another way for folks to go? Of course, it's another opportunity. You want as much film as you yeah. want. 
Yeah, I mean, you, that, yeah. you want as much film as you can get to try to get back to the NFL. So that's why I'm a big proponent. If you have a year of eligibility left, if you're not Cam Jurgens, yep. and and the timing is perfect. So here's what people didn't understand about Cam. Now, granted, Cam said that he didn't like somebody so much that he he kind of forfeited being a potential first round pick. Mm-hmm. So you forfeit. You don't like somebody so much that you forfeit some money. That's that's a that's a lot of not hey, liking. Hey, I got some family members I ain't talked to for a decade. <laughs> that's I, a lot of not. I liking, might be bro. hugging them for a, for a first round <laughs> draft choice, but that's hey to each his own. But like if you look at it, it's all supply and demand, right? So Cam went out last year, second second center drafted. If he came out this year, if you watch the Senior Bowl practices. It, 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 staying another year, it wasn't the wasn't. best the best decision for him. I'm a big proponent. If if you're not Cam Jurgens, if you're not Cam Taylor Britt, where the numbers, the supply and demand and need doesn't add up, I'm a firm believer. You come back and you play here, especially with the NIL potential opportunities. But like Kenny said, you're you're on tape, and this is one thing that the these kids need to understand. If you can go play in Canada. If you can go play in the XFL, USFL, and the arena, that's better than you know, you know, being yeah. at at Good Life working out yes. and posting, you know, what you're doing running through the cone. When you're playing Standing on the sideline on a, right. on a on a on a non conference Saturday, right, yes. right. That, I'm telling you, tape is key, and you, they can, I guess, convince themselves. Oh, well, he's doing it. Yeah, you're pl- not playing. They know when they turn on your tape when you're playing. They say you're USFL or XFL. They know you're not playing in the NFL, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about it. Now they're watching how you, you know, can eat backpedal, get off a jam, pass rush, which, you you know, they're looking at something that they can sell to the GM or whatever. Like, I've seen them do it. What's what's the the returner for the Cowboys? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? He was in the um, – yeah, yeah, he was he, he was, was the player of the year. Yeah, he was the player so, of the year. And you know who else is a great story is Cameron Wake. He was in uh, Canada. Yep. And he was from Penn State, battled through injuries, w- uh, went to the NFL, got cut, went to Canada, and, it, I mean, wrecked shop up mm-hmm. there, went down to the Dolphins on like a one-year type of, you know, rookie minimum, started lighting it up. Next thing you know, he was leading – he was a pro bowler, leading the league in sacks for four or five years. And made a great career of himself. So, so I think it's just I think these guys, if they took more of a realistic approach to it, now what has to happen is uh, for for Nebraska players to really kind of be everywhere, kind of like in all the leagues, is that these leagues have to be sustainable. Yes. Now that's the. But I'm telling you, if they're paying you, they're paying you. But you can't. You don't want to be like the one league where they, you know, guys are supposed to get paid and they just shut it down, oh. and then they ain't getting paid. So you gotta, you know, you just gotta make sure that your agent is making the right choice versus, like, just getting you somewhere. Yes. And that's a whole different day and segment to talk about how you how these agents deal with it or how to deal with agents, especially in this day and time. Been, um, been, in, been in both of those leagues, whether it's arena football or CBA, where sometimes those, those contracts and sometimes it's, it's an owner thing and mm-hmm. the coach has to look them in the eye, GM has to look them in the eye and give them bad news. And then sometimes they want to be overseas and it's no different over there because – there's a different owner over there. That's a dude that, that is connected, and he may decide, I'm just not going to pay you. I'm going to send you home. Right. But that's a big part of it. I, I do want to talk about the difference in coaching in these places. Like, can you coach at the same level? XFL, USFL, arena, can one coach cross over? Can you if, – if coaching the game, coaching indoor football is different than coaching Canada, which is different than coaching the NFL. 
Coaching is coaching. Yeah, that's I mean, what I was just about If to you say. can coach, you can coach. That's what I want to talk about. We'll do that when we come yeah. back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.